Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, December 19, 2023, and this is day 2099 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you above all others. There is none like you. You are the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Alpha and the Omega, the great morning star. We thank you, Lord, for being the Lamb of God, for dying on that cross so that we could have life, so that we could be victorious as you were victorious over death, hell, and the grave. Thank you, Lord, for your peace that passeth all understanding and your joy that give us strength. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to endure through some times that are not pleasant necessarily. But Lord, you are with us. I thank you, Lord, for uh, strengthening us and keeping us and helping us, Lord, to function according to thy will, to speak what you would have us to speak and to be still when you say, be still. I thank you, Lord, for speaking today that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is, it's time to enter the throne room of heaven. Yep, it is time to enter. Or what's happening in the throne room of heaven right now? What is happening? Let's learn a little bit more about what it looks like and what is happening. We're coming out of Revelation chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. Revelation 4, verses 1 through 11. It's actually talking about the worshiping of God in heaven. And um, John is speaking uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit. And uh, then Jesus will speak as well. We'll hear... Uh, but this is John speaking the majority of the time. And he says, After this I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven. And the voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet, which is Jesus, said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. So this was after, you know, Jesus gave... Um, uh, his report to the seven churches, what they were doing well and what they were not doing well. Two of the churches were doing things well. Uh, they did not receive a rebuke from Jesus and the other five did. And he gave instructions on what to do. So now he's saying, uh, what must take place now after this? And it says in verse two, at once I was in the spirit and so that meant the Holy Spirit was giving him a vision. All right. And he says, and um, he says, at once I was in the spirit and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. And the one who sat there had the appearance of Jasper and Ruby, a rainbow that shone like an emerald and circled the throne. This is God sitting on the throne. Surrounding the throne were 24 other thrones, and seated on them were 24 elders. They were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads. And so these 24 elders uh, depict or illustrate uh, the, the um, 
12 tribes of Israel, and then also the 12 uh, prophet, the 12 apostles of Jesus Christ. So it's showing from the Old Testament and the New. It's also showing the Jews and the Gentile, showing that now we are all one, uh, those that were there before Jesus and those who came after Jesus or during Jesus' time and after. And so everyone, this is showing that every one of us are represented. And so in verse 5, it says, From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings and peals of thunder, in front of the throne, seven lamps, so those are the seven churches, were blazing. These are the seven spirits, which represents the Holy Spirit of God. Also in front of the throne, there was what looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. So that's that magnificence and holiness of God. That's what that is representing and I'm sure even more things. In the center around the throne were four living creatures and they were covered with eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. And the third had a face like a man. The fourth was like a flying eagle. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around. Even under its wings, day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Ooh, glory to God. So this description here, I, I don't want to go any further till I share a little bit more about that. So... John describes these scenes in such detail because Christians in the first century came from many backgrounds. Not all of them understood Jewish history. So I'm reading out of my commentary. Understood Jewish history or knew the glory of the temple. Revelation instructs us in worship. It shows us where, why, and how to praise God. Worship, uh, it takes place. And let me let me just tell you a little bit more about uh, what the the description given symbolizes about God. Oh, so uh, let me back up a little bit. So this God's attributes symbolized in the animal-like appearance of these four creatures are majesty and power. So that's the the lion. The lion represents majesty and power. The ox represents faithfulness. The man represents intelligence, and the eagle represents sovereignty. Those are the attributes or symbolizing the attributes of God when John described them and how he is all seeing, all knowing these, you know, this creature with the wings that he described. There were eyes even under the wings and uh, and saying how they were praising God always. And verse 9 says, whenever the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, you are worthy, O Lord and God 
to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. It is an amazing opportunity and blessing to glorify God, to glorify our Creator, to glorify the one who loves us so much that he created us in his image. We are the only ones he created in his image. He didn't create animals or bugs or birds or anything like that in his image, but he created us. All glory to God. He is worthy to be praised, to be glorified. Point number one, have you ever wondered what happens in the White House or or in a palace or, or in a space so magnificent that most people rarely get the opportunity to visit? And in many cases, you have to be invited to get beyond the general entry area. But as we can see, we have an open door into the throne room of God, even before entering heaven. Even lightning, thunder, and a rainbow are present in the throne room of God. I believe these things that God created are worshiping the Lord. You know, um, in Exodus uh, chapter 19, I'm going to just go there in verse 16. Uh, it talks about after Moses came off of the mountain of God. And I'm getting there to the scripture. And how, you know, how he was uh, doing, being instructed of God uh, on um, writing the Ten Commandments. But in uh, verse uh, Exodus 19 and 16, here's what it says. It says, um, let me make sure I'm at 19 and 16. Here we go. Uh on the morning of the third day, there was thunder and lightning with a thick cloud over the mountain and a very loud trumpet blast. Everyone in the camp trembled. So that lightning and thunder, you know, on the mountain of God, on Mount Sinai, again, represented there. Something about that lightning and thunder um, when God is doing a work, whatever it is, and just with God possibly sitting still, I don't know. <laughs> All I know is lightning and thunder is making it sound and the rainbow is emerald. Oh man, and God, God placed that rainbow on the earth as a promise, a covenant between him and us that he would never destroy the earth again by flood. And so in as keeping his promise, he allows that rainbow to be shown from time to time. And when we see that rainbow, that is God speaking, saying, uh-huh, I this is my covenant I've made with you that I'll never destroy the earth again by flood. Look at God. If somebody, if somebody doesn't believe in God, that is one thing to show proof right there. That rainbow and showing in the word of God where God said that, that that's what he would do. Oh yeah, that is total confirmation. Um, and so from this point on, there is no mention of the church. You'll see a multitude in heaven shouting hallelujah. Revelation 19 and 1. You'll see heavenly warriors. Revelation 19 and 11. I believe the church is raptured up at this point. 
Point number two, but even before the rapture, we should be doing what everyone else in heaven is doing, worshiping God and and praising, praising the Lord. Um, You know, the point of this chapter is summed up in this verse. All creatures in heaven and earth will praise and honor God because he is the creator and sustainer of everything. Are you glorifying God and all that he's blessed you to do by obeying him and doing it? (laughs) Excuse me. Are you worshiping him just because he is God? Revelation instructs us in worship. It shows us where, why, and how to praise God. The benefits to us in worshiping God is it takes our minds off our problems and focuses them on God. It leads us from individual meditation to corporate worship. Before I got on today, um, I'm I'm joining in with prayer at 5 a.m. And corporate worship and glorifying God uh, with um, uh, Consuming Fire Church on uh, on YouTube and uh, Pastor Lot and Lady Lot and and they're praying and 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 many people are praying together for this country for our families for uh, Kansas City for so many things but it's a corporate worship and corporate prayer that's what happens when we worship God when we worship Him it causes us to consider and appreciate God's character. When we worship him, it lifts our perspective from the earthly to the heavenly. Have you ever been in worship and praise of God and just didn't want to want it to end? <laughs> well, that's what heaven's going to be like. We'll never have to end on praising and worshiping God. Wow, I am so looking forward to it. You know, I've shared this with you, I think maybe not long ago, but it's time to share this again. I I remember when my my sister and my sister Jill and my uh, daughter and um, I'm trying to think of who else went with us uh, to see T.D. Jakes. My our dear friend Lisa, we all went to see T.D. Jakes. And this was in Texas. This was several years ago uh, for uh, the conference Woman Thou Art Loose. And I'm going to tell you something. There were thousands of women there. And if you were to see it from the outside, all these women trying to get into the conference center, you might think this is chaos. But let me tell you something. It was not. Even with everybody, people were gracious and kind. And and I'm going to tell you one of the best parts. The speakers were amazing. The praise and worship was amazing the you know just the 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 things that they had in place uh, that they I'm sure they had prayed and asked God to show them what to do and how to do it it was in excellence the transportation getting us there to and from was awesome but when we all came together in that auditorium there were women from one end of the auditorium to the other from the bottom from the first floor to the to the balconies and all I remember the one most amazing thing was when we all praised God together and everyone was worshiping God 
and I can just feel the presence of God inhabiting that place. And it was so hard to stop because it was so good. We didn't want to leave that space. And we just worshiped and worshiped. And I know that the pastor and the leaders were just allowing it to continue on because they knew it was God and it was time to let go of some things, to release some things through our worship. Oh man, I will forever hold that in my memory and and just cherish that time. There have been many other times, uh, you know, on a regular basis of worshiping God, but something about that corporate worship together, just like we see this happening in heaven. We need to make sure that we're doing it, taking that time to worship him, even if we're doing it alone, um, even if we're there, there's two of us, Jesus said we're there, two or more, there he is in the midst. Oh, just glorify God, worship him and thank him for what he is doing. You know, I was telling you about this 21 day prayer line and us coming together and praying and worshiping God and and this is day 19 and I'm not looking forward to it ending on the 21st day but to God be the glory whatever God says he has a reason for it and has instructed it to be done who knows where God is going to have us to go next or what he'll have us to do and the same with you what is it that God is showing you what is it that he is unveiling to you through the worshiping of God receive it and begin to function in whatever that is you know he is giving us revelation and and giving us ideas and and giving us answers to our prayers so we need to continue to thank him and worship him now if you don't know jesus oh my goodness this is your day romans 10 and 9 says if you confess with your mouth that jesus is lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth about life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, human trafficking awareness, and DIY projects. Thank you all so very much for all you do for us. It is not in vain. And you, if you're giving donations to this, what I call a ministry of God, you are planting your seeds in good ground. And we thank you. We see you out there. We see your donations. We we feel your prayers and your support. And so we thank you. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.